Welcome to a new and exciting website, Golden Gems, featuring some of the golden classic music of all time. We feature hourly a specific artist and their contribution to the music industry. Join us now with music that is timeless and unforgettable, Golden Gems. Well, this is Dave Shaw and Bill Hansen uh, joining you once again on goldengems.net. And we're so grateful for the opportunity to be able to go back and review some of these fantastic artists that we are featuring here on our website. Today, we're going to be talking about Tony Bennett. His name was actually Anthony Dominic Benedetto. And you can probably guess that he was Italian. <laughs> he was born August 3rd, 1926, known professionally as Tony Bennett. He's an American singer of traditional pop standards, big band, show tunes, and jazz. He is also a painter, having created works under the name Anthony Benedetto that are on permanent public display in several institutions. He is the founder of the Frank Sinatra School of the Arts in Astoria, Queens, New York. Born and raised in Astoria to an Italian-American family, Bennett began singing at an early age. He fought in the final stages of World War II as a U.S. Army infantryman in the European theater. Afterward, he developed his singing technique, signed with Columbia Records, and had his first number one popular song with Because of You in 1951. Several top hits, such as Rags to Riches, followed in early 1953. He then refined his approach to encompass jazz singing. He reached an artistic peak in the late 1950s with albums such as The Beat of My Heart and Basie Swings' Bennett Sings. In 1962, Bennett recorded his signature song, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. His career and personal life experienced an extended downturn during the height of the rock music era. Bennett staged a comeback in late 1980s and 1990s, putting out gold record albums again and expanding his reach to the MTV generation while keeping his musical style intact. He remains a popular and critically praised recording artist and concert performer in the 2010s. He's won 19 Grammy Awards, including the Lifetime Achievement Award, and the two Emmy Awards, and Bennett has sold over 50 million records worldwide. Now, that's just a capsule summary of his life. Let's go back and look at a little bit more detail now. Anthony Dominic Benedetto was born on August 3, 1926, in the Astoria neighborhood of New York City's Queensboro, to grocer John Benedetto and seamstress Anna Ceresi. With a father who was ailing and unable to work, the children grew up in poverty. John Sr. instilled in his son a love of art and of literature and a compassion for human suffering, but died when Tony was 10 years old. The experience of growing up in the Great Depression and the distaste for the effects of the Hoover administration would make the child a lifelong Democrat. Bennett grew up listening to Al Jolson, Eddie Cantor, Judy Garland, and Bing Crosby. Drawing was another early passion of his. He became known as a class artist in grade school and anticipated a career in commercial art. 
He began singing for money at age 13, performing as a singing waiter in several Italian restaurants around his native Queens. He attended New York School of Industrial Art, where he studied painting and music, but he dropped out at age 16 to help support his family. He worked as a copy boy and runner for the Associated Press in Manhattan and in several other low-skilled, low-paying jobs. However, he mostly set his sights on a professional singing career, returning to performing as a singing waiter, playing and winning amateur nights all around the city. Benedetto was drafted into the United States Army in November 1944, during the final stages of World War II. He did basic training at Fort Dix and Fort Robinson as part of becoming an infantry rifleman. Benedetto ran afoul of a sergeant from the South who disliked the Italian from New York City. Heavy doses of KP duty resulted. Processed through the huge Le Havre Replacement Depot in January 1945, he was assigned as a replacement infantryman to the 255th Infantry Regiment of the 63rd Infantry Division, a unit filling in for the heavy losses suffered in the Battle of the Bulge. He moved across France and later into Germany. As March 1945 began, he joined the front line in what he would later describe as a front row seat in hell. As the German army was pushed back at its homeland, Benedetto and his company saw bitter fighting in cold winter conditions, often hunkering down in foxhold as German 88-millimeter guns fired on them. During his time in combat, Benedetto narrowly escaped death several times. His experience made him a pacifist. He would later write, Anybody who thinks that war is romantic obviously hasn't gone through one. And later he said, it was a nightmare that was permanent. At the war's conclusion, he was involved in the liberation of the Nazi concentration camp near Landsberg, where some American prisoners of war from the 63rd Division had also been held. Benedetto stayed in Germany as part of the occupying force, but was assigned to an informal special services band, the unit who would entertain nearby American forces. His dining with a black friend from high school at the time when the army was still racially segregated led to his being demoted and reassigned to Graves Registration Service. Subsequently, he sang with the 314th Army Special Services Band under the stage name Joe Barry. Upon his discharge from the army and return to the States in 1946, Benedetto studied at the American Theater Wing on the GI Bill. In 1949, Pearl Bailey recognized Benedetto's talent and asked him to open for her in Greenwich Village. She had invited Bob Hope to the show. Hope decided to take Benedetto on the road with him and simplify his name to Tony Bennett. In 1950, Bennett cut a demo of Boulevard of Broken Dreams and was signed to the major Columbia Records label by Mitch Miller. Bennett began his career as a crooner of commercial pop tunes. His first big hit was Because of You, a ballad produced by Miller with a lush orchestral arrangement from Percy Faith. It started out gaining popularity on jukeboxes, then reached number one on the pop chart in 1951 and stayed there for 10 weeks, selling over a million copies. This was followed to the top charts later that year by Cold Cold Heart, 
which helped introduce Williams and country music in general to a wider, more national audience. Bennett's recording of Blue Velvet was also very popular and attracted screaming teenage fans at the various concerts. On February 12, 1952, Bennett married Ohio art student and jazz fan Patricia Beach, whom he had met the previous year after a nightclub performance in Cleveland. The couple had two sons, DeAndrea, Danny, born in 1954, and Daigle, Day, born 1955. A third number one came, a third number one came in 1953 with Rags to Riches. Unlike Bennett's other early hits, this was an up-tempo big band number with a bold, brassy sound. It topped the charts for eight weeks. Later that year, the producers of the upcoming Broadway musical, Kismet, had Bennett record Stranger in Paradise. The song reached the top, the show was a hit, and Bennett began a long practice of recording show tunes. Once the rock and roll era began in 1955, the dynamic of the music industry changed, and it became harder and harder for existing pop singers to do well commercially. Nevertheless, Bennett continued to enjoy success, placing eight songs in the Billboard Top 40 during the latter part of the 1950s. Wouldn't last long, and encouraged Bennett to focus even more on his jazz inclinations. The result was the 1957 album, The Beat of My Heart. Bennett followed this by working with Count Basie Orchestra, becoming the first male pop vocalist to sing with Basie's band. The album's Basie Swings, Bennett Sings, in 1958, and In Person, 1959, were the well-regarded fruits of this collaboration. Bennett appeared on television, and in October 1962, he sang on the initial broadcast of The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Also in 1962, Bennett released his recording of I Left My Heart in San Francisco, a decade-old but little-known song originally written for an opera singer. Although this reached only number 19 on the Billboard's Hot 100, it spent close to a year on various other charts and increased Bennett's exposure. The song won Grammy Awards for Record of the Year and Best Male Solo Vocal Performance for Bennett. Over the years, this would become known as Bennett's signature song. Bennett's following album, I Want to Be Around, 1963, was also a top five success with the title track and The Good Life, each reaching the top 20 of the pop singles chart, along with the top 10 of the adult contemporary chart. A firm believer in the civil rights movement, Bennett participated in the 1965 Selma to Montgomery marches. Years later, he would continue this commitment by refusing to perform in apartheid South Africa. Bennett and his wife Patricia had been separated since 1965, their marriage a victim of Bennett spending too much time on the road, among other factors. In 1969, Patricia sued him for divorce. In 1971, their divorce became official. Bennett had become involved with aspiring actress Sandra Grant while filming the Oscar in 1965. The couple lived together for several years, and on December 29, 1971, they quietly married in New York. They had two daughters, 
Joanna, born 1970, and Antonia, born 1974, and moved to Los Angeles. As the decade neared its end, Bennett had no recording contract, no manager, and was not performing many concerts outside of Las Vegas. His second marriage was failing. They separated in 1979 with her filing for divorce. He had developed a drug addiction and was living beyond his means. He had hit bottom. After a near-fatal cocaine overdose in 1979, Bennett called his sons Danny and Day for some help. Look, I'm lost here, he told them. It seems like people don't want to hear the music I make. Danny Bennett, an aspiring musician himself, came to a realization. Danny's musical abilities were limited. However, he had discovered during this time that he did have a head for business. His father, on the other hand, had tremendous musical talent, but was having trouble sustaining a career from it and had little financial sense. Danny signed on as his father's manager. Danny got his father's expenses under control, moved him back to New York, and began booking him in colleges and small theaters to get him away from a Vegas image. By 1986, Tony Bennett was re-signed to Columbia Records, this time with creative control, and released The Art of Excellence. This became his first album to reach the charts since 1972. Danny Bennett felt that younger audiences who were unfamiliar with his father would respond to his music if they were given a chance. Danny began regularly to book his father on Late Night with David Letterman, a show with the younger hip audience. This was subsequently followed by appearances on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, The Simpsons, Muppets Tonight, and various MTV programs. As Tony later remembered, I realized that young people had never heard those songs, and they were like, who wrote that? To them, it was different. If you're different, you stand out. During this time, Bennett continued to record, first putting out the acclaimed Look Back emphasized theme album, such as a Sinatra homage, Perfectly Frank, in 1992, and Fred Astaire tribute, Steppin' Out, in 1993. The latter two both achieved gold status and won Grammys, Bennett's first Grammy since 1962, and further established Bennett as the inheritor of the mantle of a classic American great. We're grateful that you've been with us today as we reviewed the life and the music of Tony Bennett. Uh, to learn a little bit more about the details of his life, we encourage you to go to our podcast, Golden Gems, which can be found on several different platforms. Dave and Bill here with you today, and as always, uh, looking back at the lives of various great musical artists in the golden days of radio, we look forward to being with you again as we review another artist on our next episode here on www.goldengems.net. Thanks for joining us today for goldengems.net. If you like what you hear, tell your friends about us. Go to Golden Gems Radio at gmail.com and record your comments. Join us again next time on goldengems.net with the greatest music of all time, unforgettable favorites.